Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646 876 9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287 723 4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good, great morning to you this Thanksgiving Eve, this November 23rd, 2022. Hope you're doing well. We are so glad to be back this week. A week ago, last Tuesday, I was getting ready to do a show. I fired the computer up. It didn't fire. And we didn't know what was wrong. I suspected maybe it was a hard drive. And sure enough, that's what it was. Three days later, I got it fixed. It took me about a day to get it back right. But in the meantime, we've also bought another computer that I'm setting up to run as a backup computer. So something like this hopefully never happens again. So we're doing that, and uh, we're also going to be using that um, computer for a... It's going to be working in full-time service also. It's going to run the country legend, which will be coming on soon, and just as soon as we get everything done. But here we are, glad to be here, very thankful, getting ready to enjoy some great Thanksgiving food. We're thankful for all we've got and what 
what we're doing and just just very very thankful just before i turn it over to jennifer just a word of caution please 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 i'm asking you we've had some people who have been very disruptive in zoom conferences and continue to make noise and make it virtually impossible for us to do shows and to sound good. So when you come into the show today, you will be muted. If you unmute yourself and you do it unauthorized, the mute type specialist will remove you from the meeting. If you want to come in, you're authorized, you talk, you say whatever you want to say, the floor is yours. We will give it to you gladly. But please be respectful of other people. And when we're, if we're doing a segment, um, please try to keep yourselves muted so there's no problem. We don't need to hear all the background because these do go out for um, podcasts. So please, please, if you can, do that. I'm not trying to be uh, whatever, but we can't have that. I promised my listeners this would not happen, and it cannot happen. All right, Jennifer, take it away. Well, everything is going pretty well. Looking forward to a little good food tomorrow, mm. and what else? It's going to be nice here today. So have you got work to do? Oh, yes, I have work to do before I go. You've got a few bills and things like that to do. Bills, yeah. How's your English, how's your uh, uh, rail transcription course going? I've sent lesson 16 in, so I'm waiting to find out about it. So if, I, if they accept it, I only have four more to go. That'll be a good thing. So I you'll, have to have a party when I finish that. <laughs> and then you've got two more days, two days away Wednesday and today and come back home on Friday. Yep. So, well, keep, 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 keep busy. Let's All hope right. it stays this warm. It's wonderful here for November. It's supposed to be almost 60 today. Yeah. Let's take it up to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, we have preparations well underway. Have the table put up. Have part of the food ready. The rest of it will be getting well, most of it ready today. So it's nice here, too. It's going to be in the 50s today and tomorrow. And uh, that's what's been up here. And I'm getting my stomach ready for the good stuff. What's the good stuff, Dave? Well, we're having turkey, cornbread dressing, bread stuffing, sweet potato casserole, mashed potatoes and gravy, corn, green bean casserole, pumpkin pie, uh, pecan tartlets, and fruit salad. And Could you get a sample tonight? Uh, no, probably not. I might steal some stuff. Well, there's not much to... Well, the... The dressing and the stuffing won't be cooked. The potatoes won't be cooked. So, I don't know. No, but the cookies and all that. Well, yeah, we've already sampled the the tartlets. (laughs) Did you make those? Yes. So, they're ready to go. All right, Jeff, let's go to Albany, New York. Well, things are good here in Albany, New York. Our Thanksgiving is going to be a little bit different because my sister's coming up, and we're going out to eat this Thanksgiving, um, which is going to be nice. I mean, it's going to be different because we haven't done that. We haven't gotten together on Thanksgiving in a while, especially since the pandemic. So I, ha- I haven't really um, haven't seen my sister since the pandemic, I actually. I think the last time she came up, it might have been two years ago. Um, 
maybe three years ago. Um, but it's going to be good. Now, she's one of these, she'll go through my apartment and say, oh, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this. And, and I know she means well. So I say yes, 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 yes. And when she's gone, I just do things my own way anyway. So <laughs> that's how it is. Everything is good here in Albany, New York. Uh, we're going to Bucatepepa for Thanksgiving. I guess we're going to have an Italian Thanksgiving this year, which is uh, no problem. That's spaghetti. Well. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a good time. Thank you, Bill. That's the main thing is to have a good time. All right, let's go up to... Radio Tim in the Twin Cities. More likely Robbinsdale. Go ahead. Yeah. We're, things are going pretty nicely here. Um, we have, well, warm weather. Compared to you guys, it's probably not warm, but it's supposed to get up to 45 today, which is pretty darn nice for this time of year. And uh, supposed to be that way tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, too, pretty much. So, uh Finally, uh, things are, we had had a whole string of temperatures way below normal. Uh, normal being 38 is the normal high. So anyway, uh, and I'm not doing my Wednesday show today and no Tim shows tomorrow either. I'll be back on Friday and I have to leave here a little early actually. Well, maybe not that much before the the uh, demo, but yeah. uh, I've got a doctor's appointment this morning. So, well, that's we... the way things are going. And Tim, I hope everything checks out okay for your doctor's appointment, Tim. Yeah, it's my cardio yearly checkup. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, I was going to say, Bill knows what those are like. <laughs> the old EKG. <laughs> Isn't that where they put all the all the things all the they tape all these sensors on your on your body on your forehead and all over the place whatever they do I forgot. Yep, I and then they take them off and rip out all your chest hair. <laughs> I was hoping this would go off before this phone, but it's not as noisy. But we'll just have to make the best of it. Um, I think we've from everybody. So, anyway, be quiet, phone. I've got it stuffed away someplace where you can't get to it. There we go. Um, just a couple things before we get to every... Well, I think we've got everything covered. Um, one of the things, if you're going to lose a hard drive, lose it, lose it with your Dropbox stuff on it because you can reinstate your Dropbox if you're going to lose a hard drive, and that's what happened here. But it took a little while for it to get it back in sync and right and all that good stuff. So if you're going to do that, that's the thing to lose off your Dropbox. So, man, we got it back, and we are very, 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 very fortunate. All right, um, we're going to take everybody one at a time and go to the phones, and then we've got a topic or two to discuss. So, who do we want to take first, Jeff? Joe? Well, Joe Sorensen has lowered his hand, but I think he wanted to talk, so okay. I guess we might as well let Joe in if you can unmute yourself, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning. I, 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 I did that accidentally. <laughs> These buttons here. Anyway, thank you so much here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 25 degrees, up to 55. Clear skies on the 25. And just briefly, I want to put in my two cents about the passing of Jim Bohannon and the great thing about his talk shows he was always so conscious of getting both sides of, of, of all those issues and such a neat nice guy now Larry King was the same way but Larry King he was 
hyper sometimes. She'd say, what's the question? What's the question? And I, I, I told you that story some time ago with the way I, I worked with him. But here on my left is Ellen. Good morning, everybody. And uh, all is well around here, but I, um, I have some sad news to report. My uh, sister passed on Monday from a nasty infection in her lungs. And she was only 63, but, uh, we're, you know, other than that, we're doing okay. I don't have any information as far as what the next step is, but uh, I soon I should be hearing from my brother-in-law pretty soon. Well, we're sorry to hear of that, and we're, we're sorry to hear of that, and that's, that's um, you know, tragic news here at Thanksgiving for her family and her and you yeah, guys. And... Exactly. We um, it would have been the first Thanksgiving in College Station, Texas, and uh, for her and they, you know to hang out with our cousins and my uncle and family out there. But it was not meant to be. Yeah, that's okay. We're gonna we're we're gonna order out tomorrow our go-go grandparent DoorDash village in and have all. We we actually did this two two years ago and we ate at at a very reasonable price. It was even less than less than fifty dollars. So yeah, so that's what we're doing tomorrow. It's gonna yeah. be you know it it'll just be us and that's all right. Well, that's true. Well, again, prayers go out to you, and we well, appreciate you. both thank of you. you. And thank you, and enjoy your holiday. And if you want to come back in, raise your hand. Yeah, we'll oh, do sure it. Okay? Enough. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Uh, we have Gail. Uh, you're up next, Gail. Gail in Sock Rapids. Hopefully I'm unmuted. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. Go ahead. Well, t- tomorrow uh, my brother is going to be bringing Thanksgiving dinner over here to me because he's got a big, he's got a small house and a lot of people and dogs and everything over there. And I really don't feel like tripping and climbing over people to get from point A to point B. It just isn't my cup of tea. But uh, later on in the afternoon, he's going to be bringing up have a plate you know bring a plate over to me so that should be good i'm not sure what all the what all they're having over there but whatever happens happens other than that everything else is going well here uh except in may i found out in may we're getting new management here there's been all kinds of things going on around here that i pretty much heard about through wendy and other people but it looks like we're going to get some new management here in may so that's about the way things are going here right now well you know they always say change is inevitable gail and you know that's far as i would say far above your pay grade my pay grade so there's not much we can do about it but just embrace it and go on and that's all you can do yeah like they say one day at a time or as, as uh, snoopy would say it on top of the doghouse i have a new philosophy i only dread one day at a time right well i mean <laughs> as long as you've got a place to live and you've got a safe environment and you're set up the way they are it's not likely they're going to do anything to you no, so. it's not me. It's some of the some of the problems we've had here, which I don't know too much about. I don't. I have my own interests and stuff like that. So right. I just kind of keep them well, keep it that way. Unfortunately, you probably can't change those. So, 
No, yeah. that's that's fine. Whatever happens, happens. But right. It's just, you know, I, I still, in a lot of ways, I kind of think like Snoopy does, <laughs> which helps. Yeah, you just got to go. Well, have and a... And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving yourself, Bill. And you too. Enjoy yourself tomorrow and enjoy that plate of food. It should be fun. It Thank should you, be Gail. fun. Thank you, Thanks, Gail. everyone. Okay, Bill, you're up next. That's Bill in Chicago. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be 50, about 60 degrees here today. And I'm going tomorrow for Thanksgiving, going to my sister, South Fort Wayne, a little town called Austin, Indiana. And then Friday, we're going to another dinner with my niece, his husband, his side of the family. Going over there for Friday. Saturday, we're going up to Chipshawana to see a show Saturday afternoon called Electric Light Company. It's just some kind of Christmas special they got going. And then we'll come back to Chicago on Sunday. And yesterday I went for the first time ever, went to Goodman Theater and saw Christmas Carol, you know, the Scrooge story. It was it was good. It, they've been playing it for the last 45 years. Yeah. And I went yesterday. And the only re- well, the reason I went yesterday is because they had uh, two tickets for the price of one. So I figured, well, we saw it had. We'll go, tomorrow, go yesterday. So. And I went yesterday to the, I don't know if people know about the, 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 uh, Kindle, the Kindle market that they hold here in Chicago on Daily Plaza, all the stores that, uh, from Germany and that. And they have a two places. They have it at Wrigley Field. And they, uh, at the one in Wrigley Field is much bigger. Well, they added, uh, inside the uh, Cup Park, they added an ice skating rink and different kind of, I guess, recreational things with ice. And but the, the Kindle market was good. It's, it, it, it's got price. It started in 1996, and it started out. And, and the thing of it is they come in here the week before they opened up, the Friday before Thanksgiving. They set everything up. They're open until 4 o'clock Christmas Eve. And on 4 o'clock on Christmas Eve, the people that run it tear it all down, pack everything up, and catch a plane that night to get back to Germany for Christmas. What do you buy there, Bill, that you've enjoyed? Well, did they you have buy all anything? kinds. I didn't, I didn't buy anything. The prices were just outrageous now. I mean, it's like $15 for a hot chocolate. And so they, have, they have all kinds of food. You name it, they got all kinds of food. But I just I couldn't see spending $15 for a, a cup of hot chocolate. And the beer, well, when you bought the beer, you got dying with it. And it was $25 a beer. And you'd be surprised how many people were standing around that tent drinking beer at $25 a shot. I mean, that's and they added something new this year, which they never had before. Because I, I usually go every year. We go to a wall through and see what they got. But uh, they added this year in one one corner of the thing, a little away from the sales. They had the porta potties, but they had a tent over them and had them heated. Years ago, they were they were cold. They <laughs> just went in. But the, my daughter told me they heated them this year. <laughs> but otherwise, not not too much else going on here. Just uh, you guys all have a good Thanksgiving. Oh, Jeff, did you get any snow? No. Oh, we really got we got quick. nothing but if, if, if we got a if, if we got snow there were flurries we didn't get any any snow to speak of at all. Uh, yeah, that doesn't mean yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean it's not going to be like this all winter. But um, I'm hoping it stays oh, yeah, that right. way. Well, I know I have my wife has a uh, well she's a cousin of mine from marriage she lives in Buffalo and I talked to her uh, the Tuesday morning, the Tuesday morning Wednesday Monday morning and she had it was Tuesday morning she had seven foot of snow on the level in her in the front of her building. And they finally got her feet opened up. And, I, I and, worry uh, about the houses that get that kind of snow on the roof if they're not heated or they're not able to fall off the roof. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. You know, you, you think about that. But I just can't fan them. And they had, I know they had thunder with that snow. And, of course, the people don't realize that it was coming off of Lake Erie. And Lake Erie, because I was watching the Weather Channel, and the Weather Channel over Lake Erie, it was rain. And once it hit the shore, it turned to snow. 
and they were getting four or five inches an hour of snow. But it was this actually is... a rainstorm where they could like here so warm, but you know. It's... I just can't imagine seven inches of snow. I drowned. You mean seven feet? Yeah, seven I wouldn't feet. even yeah. be able to. I wouldn't even be able to walk outside in seven feet of snow. <laughs> I know well, that I we. In... Oh, good, Bill. Look, I remember in '67, uh, I went to work on a Thursday morning, and they predicted it was in January, and I, they predicted two to three inches of snow. They said possibly. I mentioned to, to my wife. I said, Ah, eh, I guess I'll wear my boots today. So I wore my boots. And the guy I worked with, we worked there at the club, we noticed about 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it was dead. No one coming around. And we couldn't figure out why. Well, we could, there was, we were in the basement area because we had the swimming pool and that, so we didn't have no windows, and we didn't really go out and look outside. Well, anyways, I left about 5 o'clock, go home, and I walked out, and we had to go out the side entrance into the alley. I opened the door, stepped off the step, and snowed at my knee. And I went around the corner and went through the garage, underground garage which connected me to the train ran all the way up there got in and the woman at the ticket agent where's t- tickets when you get on the train she saw me coming and she said bill come on hurry up the last train going south and i ran down squeezed on the train it took me usually it took me 20 minutes to get home it took me almost an hour to get home that night and i walked down off the platform down under the fire dock come out of the violin got snow almost on my hip and I trudged, and we did, nothing was open. And the ironic part of it was, they shut the city down at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and our man had forgot to tell us to go home. <laughs> We're lucky we got home. We, did, we, didn't get, we didn't get back to work Friday or Saturday. But, you know. Well, you have some sight. Did you find it difficult navigating the snow? I know with people who are totally blind like myself, it gets very difficult sometimes. Yeah, no, I didn't, well, I didn't have any trouble really with doing it, you know, because like it was dark and they had the light in the buildings and stuff going, you know, so you had a marker. You know. But if you're out in the open prairie, more or less an open area in a real area you probably would have had trouble because you would have had no 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 uh, marking you know to, to go by if you're used to following like let's say you had to walk down a road to get your house that had no sidewalk and you just knew you walk along the side of the edge of the road to get your house like some of these subdivisions are well how would you know where to turn unless unless you know how many steps it was to get there but unless you count the steps but... well part of the problem is all your landmarks are just are covered up by snow bill and that's what happens yeah, in that's the what city I mean. of, that's what I mean. when i was living in syracuse uh, I went to bed. I remember telling a friend of mine in college, oh, you, you don't get that much snow. And he laughed because he had been in Syracuse for four years. He was a senior. And he goes, wait and, you, wait and see. I went to bed. There was no snow. I woke up in the morning, and it was a foot of snow on the ground. That That's a rude awakening for someone that doesn't normally see snow like that. So I get it. Oh, yeah, it. right, right, right. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that would be right. But, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple real bad winters here. I had one winter in, in 79. That's when it snowed. A wet snow, and then it dropped down to 20 degrees that night, and they didn't get all plowed in time. And when they started to plow it, they pulled up the asphalt so they couldn't plow the snow. So everybody just stay in the track that was made by the by the cars and the trucks or buses, and the sidewalk, or maybe just a footpath that people kind of walk through. And I'd come up off of the elevated the uh, Dan Ryan train with the elevated downtown, and I come up and half the time, well 90 percent I walk home because it'd be a whole group of us. By the time you wait on the bus, you froze it because that whole, yeah. for two weeks, it was 20 below zero or colder every night. So you didn't stand around too much in the corner. You kept moving and ducking and out. The doors are open to get warmed up a little bit and go on. Otherwise, right. it's not been too bad. Yeah. Thank you very much, Bill. Okay. All righty. All right, you Charles, you're day. next in Baltimore, Maryland. Go ahead, please. Yes, how is everybody? Fine, I thank you. Okay, yeah. Uh, good. Um, I just want to... Just say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. So what are you doing and, special for Thanksgiving? 
um, having people over and stuff and, you know, eat all the good food and I guess that will be it. I remember going down the ocean for Thanksgiving. That was kind of fun. Now, this was several years ago. Um, I went on a police ride along and, you know, of course I had my cane with me and such. And when I was in the back, um, there was um, a lady in front. She thought I was a, I was a police officer. And um, that was kind of interesting. And then there was um, a guy they put in the back who was in a cage. Like, you know, they told me not to um, say, you know, talk to him. So I said, okay, I won't. Um, it wasn't, you know, he was going to jail for something. <clears throat> and it was kind of interesting. Like, we would ride on the boardwalk. And, you know, what it's like riding on a bridge. Well, boardwalk is, you know, bumpy. It's bumpy like that, but it's pretty interesting. And down the ocean, um, Ocean City, Maryland, you know, they have the best police calls as far as I'm concerned, you know, because I like listening to that kind of stuff in the world. Uh, the place is dead um, during Thanksgiving, of course. And maybe one year we'll go there again for Thanksgiving. That was fun. So I'm going listen, to be listening to the legend and all that good stuff and hanging out with the people on the blind shelf. Um, the group is pretty interesting. They got people from all over uh, who are on that group. And it's amazing how um, with the technology you can um, send emails no matter where it is in the world. It's not like making a long distance call or anything like that. I think that is so cool. So, um, also, I sent you a lot of stuff, Jeff. Um, yesterday I sent you something, um, a, a radio station, couple. Uh, radio stations that somebody sent me um you know if you don't want to use them for all things radio that's fine that's strictly up to you but it's just a shame that baltimore radio is uh almost non-existent on the internet well you're hearing a lot of that and because radio is certainly changing and i, I will definitely take a look at those emails that you've been flooding me with emails so i have to go through the ball charles and thank you well you're welcome so again i'm going to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving and all that good stuff well, you too, well, thank Charles. You. Are you cooking something good? Uh, yeah. We're having uh, turkey and we're having a whole group of people over. Well, there you go. Enjoy yourself. Yep, and thanks. Uh, thanks, Charles. Thank Bye. you, Charles. Right, right. Thank you. Uh, well, I guess we're all just let, we're all caught up here, Bill. Right, so if anybody else wants to come in, just raise your hand and we'll get to you in order. And we'll be glad to talk to you. And you do have a customer right now, Bill. It's uh, Don out in North Hollywood, California. Go ahead, Don. Uh -huh. I think it's Don. Yeah, it is Don. Go ahead, Don. Unmute Don yourself, and please. Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I hope we're unmuted here. All right. Yes, you, you are. are. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, we had, uh, or rather, I had a uh, sort of birthday party. Me and my cousin uh, Sunday. Uh, we went out to a place called the Warehouse. It's out here on the marina, uh, Marina Del Rey, and uh, had a pretty good uh, meal out there. It's like having Thanksgiving, basically, with uh, my cousin and his family and so forth. I had a great time with that. And uh, tomorrow, I'm going over to Sandy's, uh, going to have a little bit of Thanksgiving over there. And uh, that's really all I got to report. Uh, you guys are all sounding good there today. Sure are. Well, we got things working, so that's good. And you've got Sandy on the phone, so what more can you ask for, right? Right. So exactly. that's a good thing. 
And, okay, well, have a happy Thanksgiving. All right. Well, you too, Don. Okay. And the next on the list is Pamela, and it's Pamela's iPhone. Can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And I uh, just wanted to pop in and say hi. And uh, thanks to Bill for everything you do for us and allowing us to broadcast. And thanks for the listeners who listen every week. And I appreciate them very much. And uh, thanks for everything you do behind the scenes, Bill. I really appreciate that. Well, sometimes it gets a little sketchy, but we we make the best of it. We're working on our our second backup and new station now. So you know how that goes. Uh, And we uh, ought to thank the country queen, the queen of country music on the uh, legend for uh, providing us with country music for so many years. So on Friday night, and she had a little computer trouble too. I think I caught it from her. Um, Yeah, something was really going on the last couple uh, weeks. It was crazy. (laughs) Did you have to buy a new computer? Did you get it fixed? How did that work out for you, Pam? Um, Well, it turned out to be just a bad USB port, but what was happening was it caused all of my sound cards to malfunction. Um, but I thought I was going to have to get a new computer. Um, but I do need to reinstall Windows. I'll probably do that next week. But um, for now, everything's, you know, we're doing good. <laughs> lots of fun on but that. I was in that panic mode there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And lots of lots of fun with that installing of Windows and the USB ports and my mixer went haywire and when I had to reinstall the drive and oh nothing will happen it'll all be the same no it wasn't (laughs) it's never that way (laughs) so we've got one of your new friends who's been with you who listens to you on Friday night he comes in on Saturday mornings now yeah Tom he's he's very excited about that yeah Tom Cat and his kittens He's got a yeah. bunch of girlfriends, and we call him Tom and his kittens. <laughs> Is he the guy? He's the guy out in Maryland, right? Right. Yes. Yes. yes I know. He's I know. Maryland. Very nice guy. I've talked to him over the years. Yeah. So, are you yes, doing anything yes. special for the holiday, Pam? Um, I'll be here. Um, we are cooking. Uh, I'm making roast beef, um, probably some mashed potatoes and some other kind of vegetable. And I'm making uh, the Libby's pumpkin roll. My mother used to make that, so I'm going to yeah. make that. And uh, somebody gifted us a derby pie, so we'll be eating good. Hey, <laughs> okay, so, be so eating. for those who don't know, what's a derby pie? A derby pie is basically a pecan pie with mm. chocolate chips in it. <laughs> Ooh. And what's the Libby's pumpkin roll? What is that? It's um, it has uh, you know flour, eggs, sugar, and all your your pumpkin and all your spices. Like you're gonna make a pumpkin pie. So basically, you you mix that all up and you put it on a cookie sheet and it bakes kind of flat. You only bake it for like 15 minutes and then um, you roll it up so that it, you know, will set up in that shape. And then you, after it sits for a little bit, you unroll it and you put cream cheese frosting in it. And then you roll it back up and dust it with powdered sugar. Mm. And it's wonderful. That sounds good. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, Pam. Yeah, and you can put nuts in it, like walnuts or pecans, whatever kind of nuts you like. So is it hard Um, to keep it from breaking when you roll it? No, what you do is you use a a white cotton dish towel to roll it up, and that keeps it, you know, that makes it not break. And as long as you don't overbake it. Uh, I was nervous about that because my mother had told me how to make it years ago, but I was like, oh, I can't do that. But last year I had time on my hands, and I was like, I'm going to make this because because every time I ask her, bless her heart, she never remembers. 
So I'm like, I'm just going to make my own. So I tried it and it worked. Um, but what you do is you bake it on wax paper and then, you know, then you just flip it over and peel the paper off and then, then roll it up in your dish towel with powdered sugar. And uh, it works out really well. I'll, it was fun to make. Sounds good, and so does that roast beef. I think I'd rather have that than turkey sometimes. Well, Rob's, I like turkey, but Rob's not a big turkey fan, so we usually have, you know, roast or something, so. Yeah, I'm not a big turkey fan, except for the drumstick. I was telling the guys earlier, Pam, I I, I just like the dark meat, but the drumstick is my favorite, so I, I get yeah. that. <laughs> I like it, you know, during the holidays, but I don't eat a lot of it any other time of the year. But but we're, we'll do the roast beef in the crock pot, and that always turns out good, so. Yeah, Just that, put a little uh, uh, Lipton onion soup mix in there with a little bit of water and cook it all day, and it's wonderful. Yeah, oh, that's good. not a bad thing at all. Not a bad thing at all. Well, I hope you enjoy your holiday and keep you know, listening. You know, I, I will. It's it's the first time I don't have any classes. I don't have any homework. I don't have anything hanging over my head. And uh, Michael and I are working on the website right now, so... Hopefully, uh, I'll be going online in the next week or so, or two weeks or whatever. Um, still a couple more things to set up, but I'm I'm excited because now I can just relax <laughs> a little bit. Well, we know that we know you got a new business or a new venture starting for yourself. Uh, we're doing voice work, and we hope that you get lots of client, Pam. Thank you. Thank and so you. we'll be there, and if you need, well, you know how to reach me, and I'll be reaching you because soon, as soon as I get this other drive-in. We will we'll start our country legend. So I think I think that's going to be a good thing. I hope. All right. So if we can get enough streams, we'll be good. <laughs> so there we go. Well, well happy Thanksgiving you, to everybody. You Thank you all so much for everything. All right. Bye bye. Bye. And we're still coming. We're back to the ground zero. Oh no, no, we're not. We got <laughs> Beth Moline in uh, Minnesota. Can you unmute yourself, Beth? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I'm looking forward to a nice Thanksgiving day. Tomorrow I'm going to be going to my sister and brother-in-law Patrice and Andy's house, and we're looking forward to having a great big meal at lunch. So, And, and I always like turkey. I even like the turkey liver. I don't know for sure if she's going to have, if she'll make that part of it as well. I pray she does, <laughs> unless she has it for herself, which that's okay, too. But... Oh, we'll, we'll have the dressing and the mashed potatoes and probably the green bean casserole, which I absolutely love. <laughs> that is so good. And I, I'm hoping that, that her kids, Patrice and Andy's kids and grandkids will come because those kids love playing the holiday bingo that Patrice got together. And Patrice even had me frailing up the, the, what was on these cards. She had a whole ton of stickers that she had gotten over the last couple of years. And she put them on little cards and then she had me put dymo tape on them and her oldest granddaughters were helping me to they were telling me what was what and i would put them on in braille i mean i put them on the dymo tape with my slate and stylus and then afterwards they would patrice would take that and cut the things the labels off and put them on the card and the kids love it when i called bingo they just had such a good time with that and i do too what is your favorite thing for Thanksgiving? Your favorite I, food besides um, turkey? Do you like turkey only or do you like... I the... like turkey. I like the dressing. My dad always used to make some of the best 
dressing. And he made good potato salad too. I don't think we'd be having that tomorrow, but but, but Patrice makes that dressing just as if dad were there guiding her. <laughs> he just- He's he just pretty good. Really makes that stuff so wonderful. And another one I like is pumpkin pie. We have pumpkin pie and apple pie. I used to get an Andy's mint pie from Schwann, and I would bring that with me too for the part of the, the for some of the dessert. And I think everyone really liked that. I know Patrice and Andy sure did. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're looking forward to a good Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow and to be with family and and all that good kind of stuff. That's what this time of year is about. Yeah, we had a nice time yesterday here at the sanctuary. We made some turkey pins. They were little wooden hearts, and we had to put some paper feathers on them. Someone helped me to do some of this stuff with hot glue. <laughs> and then there was also a beak, well, I think it was felt, and a nose i'm just trying to think but then then of course there was a pin that was glued to it now i just have to be able to get that pin off of my shirt because i can't seem to get it off i can't get the pin opened up i've tried everything so i'll have to ask our activities director annette later on about that one but we had a good time with that oh my goodness she's she's a really good person she wants to see about doing all kinds of things with us and I am so looking forward to having some interesting things there. We're going to have something that we're going to make with sheep's wool and bar, uh, bar of soap. And I'm trying to think what else. But it sounds like that should be fun. And we're also we're having outings. I'm really always looking forward to those. And at Christmas time, we're going to have an ugly sweater contest. And we had that last year. And being that there's a few new residents now, I'm going to be wearing the same sweater that I did last year for that contest. <laughs> I know people are they're looking forward to that one. <laughs> well, at least you got things going and you got activities, and that's a good thing, and it's a positive, and it sounds like things. The more they change there, the more they stay the same, and they're they're rolling on for you. Yeah, and that's the, the the fact that there are some really good positive things after all of the bullying that had been going on for a while. I knew that we needed something positive around here, and I, I'm feeling a lot better about it. Well, very good. Well, we hope you have a wonderful holiday and enjoy yourself oh, and tomorrow. I hope all of you do, too. And look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, Jeff, do we have anybody else in the queue? No, we're still caught up here, so... Oh, um, Bill again. But I think, did you want to talk about Ira Bill? The, the yeah, we, we've already went through all the topics and we've given everybody a chance. So now we're going to, uh, we're going to, and we're going to wait. So if you've got your hand raised, you're going to wait just a few minutes while we discuss the topic. All right, Chris and Jenny, you can chime in on this one. Uh, Jeff, you know a little bit about it too. The folks at IRA are making some changes after the first of the year, and some changes that went in right away. Let's talk about the let's talk about the first change, and that is that um, IRA had a job seeking program where they would allow you to call in and they would help you with a resume at 30 minutes at a time, as many times as you wanted to per day to work on your job application. But that's time they've been giving away. In other words, they're not charging for that. Well, now they're going to cut that back to one half hour per day. 
And there's a lot of protests and things on the list about that. I personally think they can do their time any way they want to. And I understand that they need to get their other callers in and who need and may have other problems. And, and some folks say, well, they're mad because they would have to use some of their own time. Well, it's their job, their resume. You know, if I want to use my stuff, I have to use my time. So well, they're actively looking for a sponsor for that, too, like, the, you know, Intuit um, sponsors the some of the business things. And I know Freedom Scientist or Despero. Like so you don't have to use your minutes for that. So they're hoping they can find a, a sponsor for the job-seeking party. Chris, can you talk about the legacy plans? That that uh, I know you were a little bit annoyed about that, but maybe you can talk about that that aspect that's changing. Well, there's a bunch of legacy plans. Um, one is the plus plan, which is the one we're on, <clears throat> and if you, um, they're going to do away with those. So if you change your plan between now and January 16th, you can keep current pricing through the end of 2023. Um, otherwise, let's see the the plans you can go to now. Are there's a 30-minute plan for $29. There's a 140-minute plan for $99, and there's a $300 plan for $200. I don't know what the new pricing is going to be like. Now, what happens if you don't make up your mind or they don't reach you? What will they do with you? Well, they said you need to make a decision by the 16th because if you haven't made one by the 17th, it could cause a disruption in service. So, yeah, January. I'm assuming after January 16th, if you haven't made a decision, you probably won't have IRA. So, you're, you're, I know you're upset about, about this, but you would like to see, um, obviously, a, a midpoint in the price structure. Can you talk, talk about that a little? Because I think it's important to understand well, that. Well, I think that there's a... A big distance between 30 minutes, 140 minutes, and 300 minutes. I'd like to see them add, you know, at least one more tier. I know they don't want to make it confusing, but still, that seems like a big jump either way. Yeah, so we'll both have to make a decision where that's concerned. How do you and Dave come down on them pulling back on some of the free, not free, but, well, I guess it's free for Ira. How do you feel about you know, for the job seekers, I don't well, think... Well, they do, they do a lot of the free stuff, and, and here again, the paying customers kind of suffer for that because, you know, they're they're taking a lot of the calls that are they're given for free, and uh, that causes a delay, especially if you need to get a hold of an agent in a hurry, you know, so I think it's a good idea that they have cut some of that stuff back. I mean, if I have to wait on, on online or come on hold and I had to wait for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, I should say, for an agent, Dave, I, I understand that they have a short staff, but if, if, if I'm waiting because someone isn't paying for five minutes of service, or it, it bothers me, I understand that not everyone can afford IRA, but, but I'm a paying customer. I think, that, I think that the paying customers have to get a priority when it comes to getting an agent. I know that, you know, you, you call people on the phone, like, I don't know, Maytag or KitchenAid, and you might have to wait a while. But there is a little bit of difference at times. Now, if you're wanting to get to mail, that's one thing. But maybe you have been dropped off by an Uber 
and maybe you are unfamiliar with where you are or maybe they even dropped you off at the wrong place you really need some help right now yeah and that that could be but i'm not thinking that if a state wants somebody to have you know this this job service or where they're paying for the job service that would be fine you know th- they if they think that's important i'm not sure what more than 30 minutes a day is going to do for you if somebody you know can tell me that they're welcome to come in and tell me seems to me when i had to do resumes bill it's been a long long time since i since i had to do one i actually paid someone to help me with the resume and it you know, I didn't want to do that, but you know what? The person who helped me with my resume did a great job helping me write it, helping me get it done, and that's what got me my job. So, I mean, uh, I understand that the resume stuff is very important, but again, there are services out there, and unfortunately, they do cost money. And that, that, that part of the, that part of life, that's just the way it is. Well, I just think they need to do something for the people that pay so that you really see a benefit for paying for the service. So I'm assuming that if I call Ira Chris, um, and you know, you, you and Dave use it a lot more than I do, they know the minute I've called in that I am a paying customer. Am I correct about that? That is correct. She stepped away here for a little bit, but that is correct. Okay. And I think that's part of the problem. I'm not, I'm not against free. I, that, there are people who really can't afford it, Ira. I understand that. But there has to be a thing, a thing on their call system that says, hey, I'm paying. I get priority. That's where I, that's where I have a problem. Um, not that the, not that the, and maybe they should limit the amount of call. Is it? I forgot how, how many how many five minute calls do they allow for a person per day? Is that just one or is it? I've got. I, I'm not sure because I I pay for the 30 minute plan and I got my plan before the price rise, so I'm only paying twenty dollars a month until the end of uh, 2023. So yeah, I'm what not sure of that. They have one in a, a 12 hour period or something. Something like that. I mean, it's a very, very good service. I hope that they can keep it running because I have a feeling that if, if, if they if they don't if, if they don't if they may be losing money. I'm not sure. I hope that they can keep it running. I see a really, really valuable service for people who can't see with Ira. I, I, it, it, it can certainly open up and make people somewhat more independent. I really believe it's a service that needs to be that needs to go on. And I'm afraid that if that the costs going up and everything else it's going to be tough it's tough i know it's tough for them to find agents and it's tough for them to get new members and i get that but there's got to be a way to keep this company and making it continue to run that's my thing and fortunately now they've got so many different ways you can connect with those envision glasses you can connect via desktop supposedly they're still working on those headsets i don't know about that um you can yeah, connect there is supposed to be something coming up I think in the next webinar, I think, about the ARX. And they've also got the Blind Shell Classic 2 that you can use IRO. And so there's, there's lots of different ways they make it possible for you connecting to be able to do what you want to do. So, you know, they're reaching out. They're really trying, but it... Um, you know, can be a real challenge, but I, I don't believe it's, if it's IRA or it's IBM or it's, I don't think a company is responsible for every, everything in the United States. I don't think that they have to be responsible and to listen to people's argument. Well, I don't want to use my own stuff. That's, you know, they're putting themselves above the needs of others and it's about me 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 and i don't particularly 
like that so much, but that's just me. Uh, does anyone else have any comments on that? I guess not. I guess not. I, I'm not sure about what we can say. I, I just know that I don't use Ira that much, but Dave and Chris, for you, I mean, I, I, I hear you talk about using Ira a lot, and for you, for you guys, it really has been a blessing, hasn't it? We do uh, use it a lot. <laughs> a good example was here about, I don't know, about two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, and I had dropped a little tiny screw on the floor. And I'm when I say tiny, I'm talking, uh, you know, a screw that goes into a watch that's just almost as small as a pin. And uh, I was worried that the cat might get a hold of it. So I called Ira, and sure enough, they were able to see that thing on the floor. I was using the glasses at the time, and but they and I was really glad that they were able to see it because you never know what animals and, are. Doing. And the camera resolution was good enough where they could say, "Move to the left, move to the right. It's right yeah. in front of you. Uh -huh. Move to put your hand yeah. two minutes, uh, just about an inch to the right, and you could find it." Was that? And yeah, how long did they, it take them to help you do that, Dave? Uh, about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I needed it. I, I never would have gotten Ira. I got to tell you the truth, Dave. I would have, I would have never bought, gotten Ira. I needed to read um, the security code on the back of my credit card. And I could not get my scanner to read it. I could not get my phone to read it I, easily. And when I called the Ira agent, it took her about two or three minutes to, to get me to send the phone and to read the security code. And it worked. And that's that, that kind of convinced me that, that I saw the necessity of it. And I was talking to the sister. I called my sister Sharon, the sister. And I said to the sister, you know, this is why I got it. And I said, because I didn't have anyone that could help me with that. And I wanted to activate the new credit card. And, and it worked out for me. And those are the kind of things that I, even though they may be small, they're not big things, but they can be rather important. If you, and if you don't have anyone around, it is an important service oh yeah yeah and one of the things that they that, that they can do is for example you know how websites are you go to get on a website and jaws doesn't work correctly or whatever the case may be and you can call them they can go online and and find what it is you're looking for and uh help fill out a form it, it's really nice to have the service it, you know, if you, if, you know, if you can afford it, it, it's great. It's it's worth its weight in gold. Oh yeah, and I've used it, used their help to fill out a, a W nine before. I had to get, I had it filled out because uh, I got the PDF so I could fill it out, but I couldn't sign it. And they helped me use the the signature thing to sign it and date it. So then I could just email it to the person I needed to email it to. So it's a great service. Oh, it's and a wonderful service to get that kind of stuff. I've got some forms from the state that need to be completed, and I've had some with a lawyer, you know, that's done the job. Oh. I got him. Here comes Douglas. Well, we always, we always, we, we always know Doug has something uh, positive to say. And uh, Doug, I don't even know I'm doing this because, but because I know because you're my buddy. Can you uh, unmute yourself? Because I know that you want to say something. Actually, you guys were talking about Ira. Oh, quiet computer. I um, used it Saturday. I had a computer that I deleted the only administrator account that was on it. So the only thing I could do is blow it away and reset it from a boot disk. So I created a Windows Media um, flash drive, called Ira, and had them go through the BIOS with me to reset the computer so it would boot from that stick. And son of a gun if it didn't work. 
How long did that take you? Because you got to position the phone on the screen so it, it, she can see the agent can see the bios and see. You got to have the chef to tell you to move the camera up, move it down, move it left, move it right. How long did well, that whole process take? Well, it, it took two phone calls because the first time I called in, I got this guy Daniel that um, lazy doesn't give him justice on how well he tries to do things. <laughs> so I found an excuse to hang up and recall, and I got this person named Juliet that was just outstanding. She was really good, and it didn't take a lot. Once I had the phone repositioned uh, position correctly, uh, she read the things and told me uh, what to do. You're on this. You're on. You're on boot from from a sand disk drive and i'm like yes and then when it happened she was like yeah there it goes and it was just it was a neat experience are there other ways you use ira as well doug so i'm just curious oh yeah we um some of our buttons on our fridge uh don't always uh you know i forget which way the tones go like there's a did and a did and i never can remember which way is like something is on or something is off and They've helped with that. They've helped us set our temperature on our freezer, fridge. Um, they've helped me with radios, uh, a lot of stuff. So there we go. And by the way, Bill, speaking of radios, um, C-Crane has this um, solar AM, FM weather band portable that I have a sneaking suspicion I might get it for Christmas. And if I do, we're going to see a radio review finally after a long absence does does it meet the qualifications for a review is it good enough to we'll well that's the whole thing we'll see but i'm gonna basically talk about it from performance and from emergency preparedness uh, from both sides is this a new solar radio because i know they've had one out for a while so i was just curious this is pretty new um it's got a solar panel and um if you get a full charge on it the battery that's in the radio will give you 50 hours on what's called low power mode and 35 hours on high power mode and high powered supposed to give you pretty good audio so um, i've heard the weather band is just rocks on this radio and the fm isn't bad either so we shall see we shall see did you see that little email i forwarded you yesterday no about a i sent it to you it's about um you can buy 10 servers or 10 streams and do all you want Whoa. for 49 bucks a month. In other words, you can have all the bandwidth you want and you can do this and it's got HTML5 and you can drop this and oh it does shellcast and it does icecast and all kinds of things that um, you can do. Wow, that is cheap. So that was... And you can also have all the mount points you want and all that stuff, so you can do it. I'll make sure you get it. Okay. Wow. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here because I was such a stupid idiot. Um, um, Dave and Chris, you guys know I'm I'm building rebuilding a computer for a friend of ours, and um, this morning I'm getting a little agitated because she keeps telling me I'm not getting the verification email for your Microsoft account set up. I'm like, well, I don't know what else to do. So I looked at the email, and I had made a typo in her email address. 
So talk about feeling stupid. Oh, I've so done I'm it resetting everything from scratch. <laughs> what kind of computer is it, Dave? Is it dog? It, it's um, it's going to be a Windows 10. It's an old Dell that we have. That you know, if they get two good years out of it, fine. If they don't, then you know, we're not we're not charging. It's just one of our old ones that we're glad it's finding another home. Yeah, well, that's what we do is restore them. Yep. Try to make them try to make them right and try to make them rise up. But I think I got this one. It took me about half it. Greg goes, there'll be no changes. Those are no changes. I didn't move anything. Hmm. Matter. Yeah, right. Famous last words. Famous right? last words. It's a good thing I know this mixer a little bit now, but it takes it a while to get everything just the way you want it. So, yeah. Well, good luck, Doug. Are you going to do anything special tomorrow? We are going to Chris's sister's house, so that should be fun. Our niece has a one-and-a-half-year-old baby, and she's so cute, and so I'm sure that'll take up a lot of our time at, at the party tomorrow, so it'll you be fun. You might have to change a few diapers. And no, you know, no, thank you. Oh, well, right. I'm, just, I'm, just giving, I'm just trying to give you a little warning, Doug. They don't want that. <laughs> it's good for what ails you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that somebody requested a song yesterday on the radio. And I found it called Fruitcake Makes Me Puke. Oh, my goodness. I've heard a lot of songs, but I've never heard that requested on the radio. So I think I'd pass on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I would pass on that one, too. All right, well, we'll see what trouble. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I don't want to monopolize things here, but I wanted to jump in and say hello. And you're probably hearing this computer talk in the background as it reinstalls Windows. Well, it's going to keep doing that for a while. Oh, yeah. All right. And, Doug, give give our best to your lovely wife, Chris, as well, and wish you both a very happy Thanksgiving. Well, you all, too. Thank you, Jackie. Have a really good one. I hope it's a nice nice day for you. 50's here tomorrow. I can deal with that. Yeah, Yeah, you can. Well, have a good day, cause you you all too. All right. Well, Tim's leaving because he has to go to the doctor. Oh, I was gonna say, was it something I said? Uh. Probably was. Made him sick. Yeah. By the way, I want to. I, I, even though I know she doesn't listen to the coffee club, my stepdaughter is just amazing, guys. She is in Alaska and she's living in Fairbanks. And she is going to be a teacher, and they fast-tracked her to get a license for teaching. She's got an, an exam to take in two weeks, and she is a middle school math teacher and loves it up there in Alaska. I, you couldn't get me to move to Alaska. I'd love to visit Alaska, but I don't want to live in Alaska, especially this time of the year. I mean, you know, uh, what's that country song they used to play they used to play on the radio? When it's springtime in Alaska, it's 40 below. Well, I don't want to even see anything below. I don't want to even see, see, I don't want to even see zero weather. Zero degrees. Forget you know that. what I'd love to see, though, is I'd love to take a really good AM radio up there when there's no sunrise or sunset and see what radio does all day. Yeah, because yeah. You're, it's it's like dusk all the time <laughs> at that point, Doug. There's, yeah. there's, tw- there's 12 hours of dusk each day or whatever they call it. I'm not sure, but that's got to be interesting. Maybe right. you um, ought to go up there, Jeff. Uh I, I may if uh, if I can if, if I can get things worked out. The first thing I got to do is get my real, not the fake, but my real ID, and then we're working on that since I've got everything now together. So that's the next step. Once I get the real ID, ID, I'll be having no problem getting up to Alaska if, if I can afford to fly because things are so high priced these days. Uh, you everything can fly is, up there. You and Kristen could fly up there and 
uh, or you you can drive to Seattle or however you do it. Yeah, the way they do it is if you, if, if, if you drive to Seattle, then you don't have to show any IDs to go across the border because there's a channel, there's a waterway between Seattle and Alaska. And you, and you put your car on the ferry and you take the ferry boat over to Alaska. And so... All I'm saying is, uh, and we've done some radio stations in Alaska for All Think Radio. We did one a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, we did two different radio stations. And I can tell you, it's expensive. Uh, I was told that a gallon of milk can cost something like 10 bucks over there because everything has to be imported most of the time. So that's wow. a bit much. Yeah, I think you better stay in good old Albany. I think you might be right about that, Bill. Or go down and live with Tim and the cats. No, thank you. <laughs> Hawaii is probably the same way, though. It is. It, it is expensive in Hawaii as well. Uh, that I do know because I have friends of mine who live in Hawaii. All right, Chris, we're going to give you your opportunity if you've got some recipes or some things before we do the, the well, thing. Okay, I, I was well. just gonna. I was just gonna say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I've got to go get ready for my doctor's appointment. So everyone too, have Tim. a take care, Tim. Tim I'm gonna say one thing. It's it's called Bre- Evan's show business. It's called break a leg, which means I hope everything works out okay for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll see you guys. Well, I'll be back on the air on Friday. All right. You take care. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, we're going to do sort of a holiday-ish recipe now. It's called Scotch Crunchies, and it's a no-bake kind of thing. Six ounces of butterscotch chips. Now, you can you can mix and match the chips any way you want to. There's all kinds of chips. I even saw this year pumpkin-flavored chips. So there's three kinds of chocolate chips, and there's peanut butter, and there's now pumpkin. So... But anyway, this calls for six ounces of butterscotch chips, six ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips, one can chow mein noodles, those are the crunchy kind, and one cup, you can use any kind of nuts you want. I personally prefer a cup of salted cashew pieces. And it makes about four dozen, and what you're going to do is you're going to slowly melt your uh Whatever chips you decide, the whole, it'll be 12 ounces of some mix and match chips. So you're going to melt those in the microwave. And you're going to start out, maybe put them on for 30 or 40 seconds and then start 10 seconds at a time and stirring them because you don't want to over melt them. You don't want to get them too hot. Then you're going to, you want to start those out in a pretty large bowl because then you're going to dump your noodles in and your nuts and stir them and your noodles are going to break and that's fine. Then you're going to put these out by spoonfuls on parchment paper or wax paper and you're going to let them cool. It's better if you have room in the refrigerator to set your sheet in there, but I often don't. So either way works. They'll they'll eventually cool if you leave them out in at room temperature for a while, but um they're easy and I really like them. I don't think Dave's as fond of them as I am, but I love them. I'd like the crunchy noodles in them. The crunch to mm-hmm. them would be good. They're good. They're different. I take They're those technically same... almost like a candy instead of a cookie, which is probably why I like them, but anyway. I take those same Chinese noodles, and I, I don't know if you like Chinese food, Chris, but I take those and, and put them in wonton soup, and that they're so good to mix with the wontons and stuff. They're good. Yeah. And I'm that's... What, Jenny? My mom makes a slaw with ramen noodles. You put the uncooked ramen noodles in it, and that makes it good, too, because they're kind of, it gives them kind of a nutty flavor. 
Hmm. Boy, those ramen noodles bring back memories, Jennifer, because when I was in college, we didn't have any money. We, we, we got ramen noodles, and they were reasonably priced. So <laughs> I don't want to relive those days again. No, we Hold want on. to give a big shout-out to Teresa Fleener. She's listening the first time this morning to the Coffee Club and been interested so far. And we had a wonderful dinner Jenny and I did at her house on Saturday night. Met a wonderful lady by the name of Mindy Evans, who's very bright with all this technology and is an IT instructor. And it was a pleasure meeting her. But Teresa's food was just out Standing, and they had two cats there too, Jeff. Those two, all right. Two cats, and they weren't the friendliest. They didn't come right up to you, but they still were were two cats. So we want to give her a shout out and thank you for tuning in. We really, really appreciate that. And we talk about all kind of topics on here and different things and cooking and so anything else chris you got before we yeah. run your demo well, and be- thing and i know bill it's not your thing but i want to mention it anyway because we talked about it week before last we are going to be running huh. cinnamon bear for those kids and people who are kids at heart and we're going to run it at 6 p.m and it's going to run in six segments december 12th 13th and 14th and December 19th, 20th, and 21st at 6 p.m. They will be less than an hour per segment, and people have been asking us when we're going to do it, and that's when we're going to do it. Ah, oh, humbug. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's Talking about Christmas stuff, is there a yeah. famous, favorite Christmas thing you guys liked on TV? My favorite came out in 1964. It was produced in Canada, and it's the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special. I love that. Every year I watch that. I have that on my computer. Every year I watch it. Is there a famous Christmas thing that you guys like, uh, Chris, Dave, or any? Uh, Dave, what would your favorite be? I know you like Rudolph. I like Rudolph, all right, but when my youngest son was uh, about two years old, he had to watch Rudolph every single day. And I got... <laughs> the other one is Frosty the Snowman, the one with Jackie Leonard, the comedian who plays the voice of Frosty. And, yeah. Uh, and the other one is Santa Claus is coming. The story of St. Nick, that the one with Mickey Rooney in it um, is, as well. The other one we like, what's the name of that? Um, the one about the clock. Oh, what's the name of that thing? Baby New Year? No. Yeah, yeah, it's Rudolph's yeah. That's Happy one of New them. Year. That's one of them. But I was talking about. Um, yeah. That's Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Shiny. But I was New talking year. about the one, um, the one where the kid breaks the clock, the town clock. Oh, the night before Christmas. Yeah, the night before Christmas. It, it's uh, like a half hour uh, show that they, when you can find it, they run it every year. <laughs> and there's a beautiful Christmas story about uh, about believing in God and believing in Christmas. I believe. It's on Grand Central Station. It's uh, I forgot the name of the story, but it stars Mason Adams. And guys, you know it because you guys know old-time radio. And it really is a, a really good piece of, of radio. Very well done. So, I really liked the homecoming, the Waltons, the homecoming. But oh, they don't yeah. ever show that anymore. You know, oh, I love I... The Gathering and The Gathering Part 2. Both of those. That the first was one good. was with, with Ed Asner and Patricia Neal, I think it was. And The Gathering mm-hmm. 2. Had because uh, uh, the father had died in the from the first to the second, and they used Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. in the second one, which I really which I really yeah. enjoyed. I always like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street too. Do you believe in Santa Claus, Jennifer? They had that. I believe on. Santa Claus is in the hearts of man. Yeah. 
Now there's a good answer. That's, yeah. that's very diplomatic of you, Jennifer. <laughs> that's very good. They had that on uh, the homecoming over the weekend. I saw it on really? one of the channels. So, yeah, you can you can still watch that. And the Hallmark, they've got one of their channels, two or three. They they wear that out. They, they wear must that start out. one of those shows in, like, September on that they one. They start in October. Which I think is a little early, but you know. Yeah. But I think they're dedicating one. Right now, it's 24 hours, seven day a week Christmas stuff right now. So. Yeah. And of course, there's the other one, uh, Ralphie. You're gonna, you're gonna knock your eye out. I forgot the name right. of that one, uh, the Christmas story. Oh, the BB uh, gun one. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what the deal is with Charlie Brown. Some, uh, I don't think CBS or any of those guys are running it anymore. Somebody. Apple owns it. Yeah, yeah Apple. Apple. Yep. Bought the rights to it, I guess. Yeah. I always, I always liked that one about that Christmas tree, the Charlie Brown Christmas when they did that <laughs> awful tree. Now, over Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, well, they let you watch the Great Pumpkin over Halloween. That weekend, you could watch it for four days um, for free on Apple's website. Well, you know, talk about Charlie Brown. He, the, character, the characters were created by Charles Schultz. And if he were alive today, it would be his 100th birthday. He passed wow. away. He passed away in 2000 at the age of uh, 77. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Well, I think in deference to a lot of people who've got to make some plans on getting away, we're going to run our the demo that Chris and Dave did on the slow cooker and we're going to run that and then we'll be back next week and if you have any problems questions or concerns you can write to the list you can write to chris and dave or me individually bill at billsparks.org and i'll make sure that they get any questions and they will answer them when we get back next week do you guys have any uh problems with that so um that should be okay. I think I think we'll be done and we won't be done really that much early, but Tim's not gonna be on so it really doesn't really make a whole lot of difference. So what are we gonna be doing a demo on this week, guys? Okay. What we're what we're gonna talk about this week is a new slow cooker. And um it's not a touchscreen and has knobs and all that good stuff. Very simple to use. All right. And so it's for somebody who would want to cook something and maybe cook two things at a time. Or maybe you're cooking, uh, I don't know, maybe you're cooking your potatoes and something different. And you're cooking your beef and your pork and crowd and something else, right? Right. It, it, it's a dual. It has two. It comes with two pots, and you can use both pots at the same time, or only one pot. It's really amazing, and they're ceramic pots, so they they really hold the heat really and, well. And as Chris has said over and over again to me, even Jeff could learn how to use this thing. Yeah. 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 There you go. Well, we want to thank you guys for the demo, and we will get it started right now and wish everyone a wonderful Thanksgiving. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. We made it back. Yeah. (laughs) And today we are slow cooking. And this is a, a brand new type 
slow cooker. It is a two-pot, two-and-a-half-quart. Um, each pot is two-and-a-half quarts. And um, there's your base unit, which is uh, what you when you take it out of the box and you got this base unit. And before we get too far with this, Chris, do you have the information on the product? Yes, this is called a current or current C O U R A N T. It is a dual slow cooker. The model number is C is in Charlie, S is in Sierra, C is in Charlie dash five zero three six. S is in Sierra, T is in Tango. So C S C. Five zero three six ST. It is available at current.com, of course, but it's also available at Amazon.com for $74.23. I have two phone numbers for the current company, so I'm going to give them both to you. It is 888-943-2111. That's 888-943-2111. The second phone number is 866-954-4440. That's 866-954-4440. If you go to Amazon.com and you put current dual in the search field, that's C-O-U-R-A-N-T space D-U-A-L, You'll be able to you'll be able to pick it out pretty easily. As Dave said, there's two pots, and they are each two and a half quarts. You will see on Amazon that the shipping weight is listed as seven pounds. That is not correct. Uh, the shipping weight is actually about fourteen pounds. Each of the slow cooker pots weighs four and a half pounds empty. All right. I'll lay my recorder down here. Okay, when when you take this uh, slow cooker out of the box, you're going to find a few things. You're going to find the uh, unit itself. Well, before you get to the unit, you'll find uh, there's um, a lot of styrofoam. You take the, uh, the styrofoam apart, and you got two lids, two pots, and the base unit. And they're all in plastic, different separate plastic bags. Yeah, lots of cardboard, too, to tear up. Yeah. <laughs> Good old cardboard. And then you got two metal gizmos, and it's a little difficult to explain what these look like, so I'm going to try to do it this way and see what happens. Um, what you have is a... The, I'm, I'm talking about these metal things. They're actually lid rests. Yeah, that, that's actually what they are. Um, and if you take um, a piece of, we'll visualize like maybe real thick hard wire, and you have it 
at the, at the the two piece. Well, it's actually one piece, but the way they have it bent looks like it has two legs on it that stick down. And then they at the very bottom of the legs they ha- they're they're bent just slightly, and that's to fit help to fit it into the into the back of the pot to put, to put this this gizmo onto the pot so that when when you take the lid off if you want to rest the lid uh, uh, sort of almost straight up it, it, angles. Sort of, it angles a little bit so that any drippings come back down into the pot so you it, you can put the lid up instead of having to lay it down somewhere because it might be hot or so, drippy or drippy and so you can so anyway these little these legs will stick down and as you take your hands up the up and down the up will go up on the on this uh, gizmo and then it it sort of um, curves around into the middle and it's got like a, a round opening where the it drops down in the middle the yeah it, it's it's an opening it's sort of rounded at the bottom and wider at the top the object of that is you take the lid and there's a big knob on the lid and you stick that knob uh, down into that this uh, gizmo the part that drops down in the middle and that holds the lid on a slant so it's it's out of your way and you have one of those for each pot right okay well anyway um the dimensions and Chris you can correct me if I'm a little off on this I think it's uh 10 inches, 10 and a half inches front to back. Yes. It's um, 21 inches long. 21 inches long. And what is the... Uh, 12 inches high. 12 inches high. All put together. So after you take it out of the box, like I said, you're going to find two lids, two pots, um, these two little metal... Um, lid rests. Head, um, lid rests. <clears throat> the big and, unit itself, and lots of cardboard, and of course the 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 unit itself that the pots go into. Okay, so what you have then, <clears throat> you you take your lids after once you have the the lids and the pots out, um, and it doesn't matter if you get the lids mixed up because they're. They're both the same. And the pots fit the in the pots same the wells. Same. There's two wells, and the pots are interchangeable. So we're going to look at the top of this unit because we do have it out of the box because we've already used it and um, to, to test it. And so if you look at the very top of the unit. Now this is assuming you don't have the pots in yet. And what you're gonna do, I'm gonna lift this out. Okay. Now I if you if the pots are not in, you're gonna see on the very top of the unit you'll see two great big holes. Big round circle holes. That's where the pot sits down into. And it sits all the way down in there, because unlike some that just sit on plates. This sits all the way down in the well. Right. Now, these are ceramic pots, 
Um, the lid is ceramic. And no, the lid is tempered glass. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, now I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is a glass lid. Yeah, That's for you sighted people that want to see what's in there. Um, for us, well, you know. <laughs> We're smart. We know what we put in there. Yeah. Well, you hope you know what you put in there. So, anyway, okay, so you got the glass lid, tempered glass lid, and you got the pot. I'm going to set, um, I'm going to start with the left, the pot on the, uh, the top left, where the big top circle is. I'm going to set the pot down in there. This is all out of the cardboard and it's unpacked. There's no no more cardboard or anything in there. Now each pot has two handles that stick out just a little bit on either side, one on either side, so that it makes it easier to grab the pot out of there when it's hot. But you will need mitts. It's a good idea. It's like any, oh, you'll you'll need mitts. It gets hot. Anybody that uses a slow cooker knows you know things get hot. Uh, so, you know, if you got a pair of mitts, use them. They make some finger, what do they call those, finger, finger mitts, mitts you can get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty cool. But anyway, <clears throat> so I set the pot down into the left-hand side, the left hole on the top of the unit. Then I'll, I'll take one of the glass lids and place that under the pot. Do the same thing with the right hand hole. Pot down in there and put the lid on it. And there's a big knob on the top of each one of the lids, and that's the one when we get to that rest, the lid rest, I'll kind of explain how to put that on there. Uh, and of course, you got a power cord on the back of the uh, unit. Other than that, there's nothing else on the back. It is 280 watts. So it's not real high powered because it's just a slow cooker. That's the whole purpose of the machine. Now, um, guess I'll take one of these these rests and put them onto the onto the back of the machine. So I'm going to go, I'm going to have my uh, hand on the right pot. Take my hands to the back of the pot and down over the edge of the back of the pot and feel on the unit itself. I'm going to see almost dead center in the middle of where the pot is. I'm going to see two holes, one beside each other. They're spaced about maybe two inches, two inches apart going to take this rest and I'm going to take the top piece and hold it so that it's slanted away, the the top is slanted away from me but the legs are going straight down and I'm going to put each leg into those, one into each one of those two holes and press down on it and I'm going to do the same thing with the other uh, lid holder. But it's already on. It, and it's already on there now. So those are there now. Now, I don't have to use those, but... They're handy. It, it's just handy if you want... If, 
if you don't want to set the lid down onto something hot because that lid will get hot eventually well and they are like i said they are drippy so you know because the, the point of a slow cooker is steam comes up gathers on the lid and drops back down into the pot that's what keeps everything moist right now we're going to come around to, to the front because there's nothing else on the ends of the pot we're going to come around to the front and this is the great thing about this thing it's not a touch screen and it has knobs bring my you don't need a smartphone yeah you don't need a smartphone anything like that and i'm gonna bring my recorder because i don't know if it'll pick up pick this up or not it will um, okay on the front you have a knob on the left this is on the front of the unit and then way over on the right uh, dead center. Well, these knobs are almost dead center in the pot, uh, uh, in yeah, front of the, the in front of the pots <laughs> on the front of the unit. So <clears throat> these knobs have clicks, and they're real pronounced. Pronounced. You can hear them. You can feel them. Click, uh, clicks. And each knob, uh, the left knob controls the left pot. The right knob controls, obviously, controls the right pot. So if you're only going to use one pot, let's say you're going to use the right pot, you're going to turn the left knob clear over to the left. That's off. If you turn it one click, that's keep warm. This is going counterclockwise. Going Clockwise. I mean clockwise. Sorry. Click it again. It's medium. No, low. Well, low. And then high. And the way I have it figured, um, keep warm gets you somewhere between 150 and 160 degrees. High gets you around 200. And, of course, low would be <clears throat> in the middle somewhere, like maybe 180. So it's keep warm. I mean, uh, off, clear to the left, same same as the right knob. They're, they're both exactly this. They work the same. So it's off. It's, this is if you turn it clear counterclockwise till it stops. And that's another nice thing. It's not one of those infinity things that doesn't stop. So, so it's off, keep warm, low, and high. That's that's all you got. So that's the left one, and the right one is exactly the same. It's almost dead center underneath the pot, only it's down on the front. Yeah, and they're big knobs. It's obvious which knob belongs to which pot. Yeah. The knobs yeah. stick out about uh, three-quarters of an inch, maybe, and I'll bet you they're... Oh, inch and a half, almost two inches. Well, probably inch and a half across in diameter. Yeah, they're they're big round knobs. And you can even look once you have them set. If you're, if it's pointing to pretty much the nine o'clock position, it's off. Eleven o'clock position. They have little things you can feel on them. So if you forget where you are, you don't have to turn the knob once you get used to it. About the eleven o'clock position is keep warm. About the 1 o'clock position is low, and the 2 or 3 o'clock position is high. More or less, you know, it's not exact, but that's pretty much. And there is, 
at the very bottom of the knob, you know, underneath on, on the underside of the knob, there is a tiny dot right there, and there's one on each one of these knobs. At least this one, that could be a defect in the plastic. No, there's maybe. one on this one too. But I was talking about the little arrow thing, yeah, right there on the knob, on the front of the knob itself. Right. Yeah, and it, it's real prevalent arrow. So you, you really can't miss that. And um, there really isn't a whole heck of a lot more to the unit. It doesn't make any noise. Yeah, there's nothing to let you hear. Now, each pot is about seven and a half inches deep, and the inside dimension is about seven and a half inches in diameter, so about seven and a half inches across. It, it, it's wider at the top because well, it has yeah, a ridge. There's a little ridge. A round ridge on the top. So, And then it sort of narrows down where it actually goes down into the machine. Because so, the ridge stops the pot from going down too far. So The lid, yeah. It stops the lid from going down too far, too. Yeah. But um, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, but that gives you some idea if you're not sure about what two and a half quarts is, maybe the dimensions, the inside dimensions of the pot will help you some. It's got a regular crock pot shape. It's straight, pretty much straight sided, except for the little ridge around the top, which is about, what, quarter inch tall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just goes straight down. The bottom's flat. So it's pretty much a regular regular slow cooker kind of shape. It has two uh, a leg, two legs on each end. You know, oh, this to, is, yeah, the whole from, from the big unit does. The big unit does, and that's so that you you can, it keeps it up off of the There's island or also or little finger, little finger holes underneath that you can carry it by. Yeah, um, yeah they're kind of long places where you could put about all five fingers in there if you wanted to on each end now I will pick it up I will tell you that okay it's very like any slow cooker it's very slow to heat up so don't think you're gonna put something in there and get it hot right away um they tell you on the keep warm it works better if your stuff that's in your pot is already hot so if you just want to put something on keep warm you might want to stick this whole ceramic thing in the microwave because it is microwavable for a minute because you know keep warm isn't going to get it warm very fast at all the other thing you could do is you could put it on high for a while no you don't put it. the machine in you put no, the, pot the pot in the microwave in. Well, the pot, yeah. you, you wouldn't get that in a microwave anyway <laughs> the ceramic pot i said so oh. um but you need to allow gosh it takes about two hours before you can really tell too much difference in the temperature in the pot. Yes, it's a, it's a genuine. It is a slow, slow cooker. cooker. That's, That's what exactly it's what it's for. Advertised for, and it that it's got stainless around the big unit that has the wells. It's got stainless around the outside. It's got a stainless wrap that eventually does get hot. Yes, it does. So and, and so the, do the lids. And the 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 pot and the lid do get hot. So. And anybody knows that's used slow cookers know they get hot. I, I particularly wanted this for Thanksgiving because it's always hard to keep the gravy and the cream peas hot through the meal. 
Um, so I wanted it to keep the gravy hot and the cream peas hot, or at least warm. They don't have to be hot, hot, but at least warm through the meal. Because sometimes, you know, people are late and whatever. So that's what I wanted it for. We have tried it out to make sure it works, but it will get its debut on Thursday. Yeah, um, of course, don't. Uh, one of the things, like, let's say you were going to slow cook sauerkraut. You could put the pork, if, if you didn't want the pork mixed in with the sauerkraut, you could put the pork in, on slow cook on, let's say, the left pot or right pot, whichever. I'm choosing the left. So I'd put the pork there and the sauerkraut in the, in the right. And that way I can I can keep... You know, I can slow cook both of those. So even if you don't cook things there, even even if you just want to get your stuff ready, like I'm going to get the gravy and the peas ready, but then early Thursday morning I'm going to put them in the pot to warm. I'm not going to actually cook them in there, but I'm going to put them in there to warm. And you can do the same thing for if you're having an event. That'll fool you because these pots, um, you know, they are two and a half quarts, but... You put a lot of stuff in there. Well, you figure it's it's ten cups, you know. So, so and they're heavy duty ceramic pots with the glass lid, which I didn't realize that was glass. Yeah, that's tempered glass according to the description. But uh, that makes common sense, I guess. I should have known that. <laughs> and this is this Koran company is a it's a small business, so I was happy to support a small business and in the process of buying it. And it's built really well for for what it is. It, and of course, here again, you know, the big knobs with the clicks so you can tell exactly where you are. Uh, counterclockwise being off and clear over, clear clockwise is high. And of course, the keep warm and the Low. And the low, so it, there's, you can't miss with it. You really can't. It's just so easy, you know. It makes the easy things that aren't so complicated. And it's got, I wouldn't say the cord is, it's typical for uh, like an instant pot or something like that. Yeah, they have those short cords on them. They're, Although it's longer than some, it's yeah, not real long. Yeah, a little bit longer than some of them. Let me see if it's, I can... I'm, I'm going to say that's probably maybe four feet long. Mm, I'd say not maybe, quite. I'd say more like two feet, maybe two and a half. But that's uh, really all there is to the thing. It 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 does exactly what they say it will do, and it's and the biggest thing is to know once this has been on for an hour or so, the the lid and the, and right around the sides, uh, in 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 between the bottom and the and the top, where that stainless steel or it goes around that gets hot so does the pot and the lid so, so have if, a mitt around if you want to make dip for a party you know maybe you're making a couple of dips or whatever it's a it's a nice thing to have around right so 
that's how the unit works, and it's uh, 200, what is that, 250 watts? 280. 280. So you don't need a lot of power for slow cooking, So, which is kind of nice because it makes it easier on your electric bill. You know how that goes. <laughs> we, we can use all the help we can get with the electric bill. Anyway, that's how the unit works. Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about the information one more time? Yeah, this is a Courant, C-O-U-R-A-N-T. It is available on Amazon.com for $74.23. The Amazon seller is a small business, which I kind of like. We had a small business once. The phone number to Corant is, there's two. There's 888-943-2111. That's 888-943-2111. The other number is 866-954-4440. That's 866-954-4440. The model number is C, as in Charlie, S as in Sierra, C as in Charlie, dash, Five zero three six S is in Sierra T is in Tango. That's C S C dash five zero three six S T. Again, it's seventy four dollars and twenty three cents, and I think a very nice investment. Okay, the only other thing I was gonna wanted to show you, and I had said I, I would do this, is. Uh, if you want to, if, if if the unit is hot, you take a hold of the knob. Now the knob really doesn't get hot. Not really. But if you take a hold of the if you take a hold of the pot lid with uh, mitts, it's a good idea. And you take your hands to the back of the unit to where these uh, where the uh, lid rest is that we put on there, and you take the knob and. You slip it over the back. You'll find that a big wide opening in that rest, and you stick the knob down over, and that, and let it come down to it stops. And the lid is sitting on the rest now uh, on an angle, so it, it's not going to fall off, and it's 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 out of your way. Uh, it's a good idea though when you go to take your pot out. Um, you might want to take that lid off. That's a real good idea because otherwise you might knock the lid off. Now, I can get it off, but I wouldn't recommend you do that. Well, you have to tilt it a little bit. And yeah. then you might, like I said, you might knock the lid off. The lids are fairly stable in there, but if they if you raise them up, they're going to fall off. Well, and the, and the idea is, I mean, you can... And you, you can... <laughs> you can... Uh, Knock it down like Don't I did. Don't break my birthday present. <laughs> so I would take I would take the lid off. You can leave the uh, lid rest on the machine. We leave but take it on the, all the time. Take the lid off and and set it out of the way. The pots, the lids, and the rests are all dishwasher safe. Right. And wipe the unit itself with the cooking wells with just a damp cloth if you need to. Yeah, I I don't think anything, would you think anything could stick in there? No, but people sometimes, if you have the, if you have, if you leave the pots in the unit, which I probably will do, I'm not sure yet, 
because um, I want to keep them on warm. But things do stay hot for a long time in that ceramic, so you wouldn't have to. P- people have a tendency, like me, to drip sometimes when they're spooning out, so you might get some stuff right along here. Yeah, along where, where the pot sets down in. And, and it's probably a good idea to check uh, take the pot out and make sure nothing got down in underneath that. I don't think it would, but but like I said, people will drip gravy and stuff, or, you know, and, and I'm not, I mean, I do too, so I'm not being trying to be mean, but I do the same thing. It's easy to drip. Now, this is going to set, you know, like uh, on our island, and um, sometimes some appliances you can't get to a plug to disconnect it all the time. Um, but it is pretty safe. I mean, if you take your fingers and turn the knob, it's going to turn on. But other than that, it probably won't. Well, I'm not a big, I don't care. I'm not a big unplugger of everything when I'm not using it anyway. That's yeah. a pain in the neck but it, but unnecessary. If, but if, if you do, um, if you feel better, just un- unplug the unit when you're not using it. Uh, but in our case, you can't always get to the plugs, especially if you got a whole lot of stuff there that you're working with. I could, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I guess we're stubborn, huh? <laughs> no, I just don't see the point. I mean, it's not that dangerous. I mean, you know, it's not going to come on by itself. Yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, how everything works. Um, if you have any re- any questions about the product, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. And if he doesn't have an answer to the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and he'll uh, and we'll make sure that you get the answers to the questions that you have. Or if you have any questions or comments during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 646- Eight seven six nine nine two three. That's six four six eight seven six nine nine two three. When you're asked for a me, <coughs> excuse me, a meeting ID, enter two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. That's two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. And press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound one more time, and you will be in the room with us where you may ask your questions or make your comments regarding the dual slow cooker. Well, that's how it works. Chris and I really like it. I think it's going to be a permanent piece in our in our kitchen. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next time for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo.